Welcome back, everyone, to today's episode of Off the Record Conversations on the Creative Landscape. My name is Philip, and I'm the host of the podcast uh, from the Charidec team. Uh, we have an extremely interesting guest today, Marius Bingener from About You. About You's big fashion e-commerce success story from Germany. What we always try to do is produce as native as possible. We want to create content that looks exactly like the environment that we publish it. And we're going to talk about how they do things uh, at About You. Uh, now he's shifting to the content development team, looking out for new platforms. He's going to share some tips about what he thinks is going to be hot in the next couple of uh, years and months. So if you're a brand manager, you might want to check out these comments. Other than that, uh, some cool insights about um, how bold as a company they are and what they are doing. Welcome back, everyone, to Off the Record, the podcast by the Charidic team. Today with us, we have Mario Spingener from About You. Uh, he's the team lead, social media, but now switching to content development team lead. Very, very interesting things he's doing there. We're going to talk about this soon. And uh, for all of you who don't know About You, it's a big e-commerce success story. Uh, started a couple of years ago in the city of Hamburg, our hometown. And I'm super happy to have you here. Welcome, Marius. Hi, Philip. Thanks for having me. Maybe we can uh, we can start off with uh, easy questions like how does your how is your day today and how did you start it? Uh, actually, having a great day. I'm sitting in the seventh floor of our office, uh, having a wonderful view. Maybe I can see your office from here. I don't know. We are not that far from each other. Um, yeah, just set up the equipment and um, yeah, happy to record the podcast with you today. Very cool. Do you, is this a regular part of your job to do like interviews and, and podcasts and, and stuff like that? Um, it's uh, becoming a regular part of my mm -hmm. of my job. Um, I, I was always struggling with speaking about what I do, but uh, yeah, recently I I try to do that more often. Okay, um, I think it's uh, it's pretty cool um, that you are here with us today. Um, we've recently worked on a little project together. Uh, you did. Uh, for the About You Awards. Um, the About You Awards are um, yeah, like a big influencer uh, awards also broadcasted across TV. Uh, all the big uh, German, European influencers go there. And um, we uh, produced something, a small video for Nike. Yes, we did. Uh, maybe um, can you let me know, um, or let's, let's start differently. Um, the thing that, that uh, struck a lot of people in our community is that Uh, you ran the whole production basically on a on a phone. Um, could you let me know why did you do that? And maybe you can also dive a little bit into why is about you a company that thinks like this? Um, yeah. So why we shot that on a phone is that we had like the challenge to shoot a um, social only campaign, right? So uh, the the finished campaign would be published only on Instagram and only on Instagram stories. That's that's something that's standing out as well. So um, what we always try to do is produce as native as possible. That means that we want to create content that looks exactly like the environment that we publish it. And if you swipe through the stories of your friends, you see footage that is recorded with a phone. And 
if then there's an ad showing up that is like super high polished, like with the with the baddest equipment, with the baddest lighting, um, it stands out. And it, in the moment you see it, it looks like an ad. And if you produce something mm -hmm. that looks like everything else you're seeing, it can be looking or it can look like an ad, but it is native and it fits in the environment. So that's why we, um, from time to time, not always, but uh, for this campaign, we decided to shoot most of it on a phone. Okay, so it's it's basically a matter of uh, conversion of the ad so that it's um, perceived as, as, as uh, yeah, I would say more tangible, yeah. easier to, to consume. Yes, and it's, I, I think... It, It depends then, of course, if you how how you shoot. If you if you put like a phone on a on a gimbal or whatever, like on a on on some other equipment, it it can also look like very uh, high quality with like very high um, production value. But for example, for this campaign, we we also put the phone in the um, in the hand of the talent and let her run. It was a Nike uh, running. Um, mm -hmm. Ad. and I, I think you can you can achieve some some um, approachability that cannot be done with like a, a big camera in the hand of the talent. Mm -hmm. Why does Nike come to you and run an ad on your platform? Do I mean do you, do you don't sell basically the slot to a, to the brand, right? Yes, it's, we do. It's we more do. Part we of do a... actually. Um, we um, okay. we we co-produce big campaigns, so um, mm -hmm. I, I I don't want to tap into Nike's strategy too much there because I'm I'm, I'm not the the partner of Nike here in in our company. But um, for example, when when Nike is releasing a new shoe or a new product, um, they select different partners to co-produce campaigns, and um, that are most of all companies who have like big reach and um, are standing for a powerhouse production, uh, you could say. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we are, um, I think, one of, I don't know, maybe five to 10 partners across Europe that is uh, sometimes participating in, in these kinds of campaigns. Because Nike says, okay, we can produce a commercial that is... Um, approaching all the nike customers but you about you you know your customers best so why don't we produce a campaign together and they they might also go to zalando and say okay use zalando you know what works best for your customers okay so you also basically you decide how the production is gonna no, what, it's what, always what you guys it's, doing? it's always like a, like a joint joint effort but you suggest for example uh a topic uh, uh a plot yeah so exactly okay. Okay. exactly okay. yeah all right so maybe um to give you a little bit of insight how 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 the um mm -hmm. how, how that works when when we're working together it's um as i said nike has a new product um we had like oh now now you got me i, I wanted to say how the shoe is called that we were producing the campaign together <laughs> for i think it was the the, the fly pegasus that we are yeah. producing for um so so they um have their a brand book for that there there are claims um there there are values there are um yeah all the other stuff that you have like in the in a brand book and then and they say okay we want to have like this and that placement for example now it was like a, a on-site placement with photos for for the mm -hmm. for the for the web shop and a social media campaign 
So then we come up with an idea based on their brand book. And then Nike can say, okay, we like this idea. We like that idea. Mm, we don't like this talent. Why don't you think about someone like this and that? And then mm-hmm. um, it goes along like it's agency work you could say mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. it's 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 really like we are the, the the creative agency but we also have our own channels where we roll it out and doesn't does nike approach you specifically for that uh within your partnership or do you actively you know recruit brands to to do these co-productions with you so we have our our bus team it's uh, called brand and advertising solutions mm-hmm. who is um only focused on on getting brand deals um mm-hmm. so that means they are selling actively to to the okay. brands of course with someone like like Nike we have a a history a partnership uh, that is that is going on for for a couple of years now and there we are at a point where it's like a, a take and give and mm-hmm. um there's not only uh, we sell them but they also include us in and stuff mm-hmm. i mean like it's 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 not a another one way uh one way partnership like mm-hmm. of course they have access to Uh, different talent than we do like they they are connected with all these big international ad- athletes and they do stuff that we we can't right now so mm-hmm. um yeah it's okay. uh, it's always and then when when they do this and you you have this idea and you said you you know you ran this specific um spot just on instagram how many um i mean as a, as a social team lead how many channels do you have to work on basically i mean is your brand active on every single platform and for every single platform you produce customized content and for every piece of content you think about like it in specific campaign steps or how does that how does that work in a brand like i mean you need a, a huge team for it obviously i mean you're a big company um how does that how does that work or would you say for example something like you know twitter who cares let's not do twitter also yeah yeah so we are on all platforms but we are not super active on all platforms mm-hmm. so our our key focus is um youtube instagram tiktok and facebook but facebook is definitely decreasing so mm-hmm. um i think these the three platforms are are where we are at mm-hmm. at the moment of course we are active on pinterest uh we have a twitter twitter is like more customer service related but mm-hmm. for for these three platforms so mm-hmm. instagram tiktok and youtube we are definitely producing uh channel specific content mm-hmm. what about what about snap um we we did that but we figured out that um the amount of our target audience that is on there is not in a in a like excuse the word but not worth mm-hmm. the production effort mm-hmm. uh, that we had to put in there um that it that it's gaining revenue or um the KPIs that we are looking for okay so you you what you're saying basically is when you're on TikTok and and Instagram and YouTube you probably are able to get 80% or x% percent of the people that are on Snap anyways okay yeah, so it's not necessary exactly. okay yeah um so I have a I have another question. What is what is your team size and 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 how's the what how, what's the team structure? How's it distributed? I mean, how how many people are sitting are in finance? How many people are in strategy, content production? How many people are maybe in influencer relations or or creative relations? How does that work at about you? Yeah. So 
actually i cannot really tell you how many people are working in finance i can i can give you like a overview of our content and and, and brand mm -hmm. um department so in total i think we are uh 1200 people right now mm -hmm. at about you mm -hmm. and um in our content team where the social media team and my new team the content development team is based we are around 100 people and mm -hmm. i think the brand team is around 80 people 60 to mm -hmm. 80 people as well mm -hmm. so um The content team is basically in charge for everything that is storytelling related. Mm -hmm. uh, we do our events there. We do um, the influencer marketing, the social uh, stuff, everything that is happening on site. So copywriting, um, production for 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 the um, pictures that you see in our shop, and um, so the day to day content mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. And then we have our brand team, which is like I, I would say comparable to all the other brand teams out there mm -hmm. is like our in-house agency that is like creating the innovative campaigns that are brand flights that are mm -hmm. the big tvcs um mm -hmm. so everything where the brand is really pushed um, mm -hmm. but they are also involved in a lot of the the content stuff because they mm -hmm. are the, the real creatives and the real innovators um about everything that that we do yeah. so um in our social team for example we are 18 people right now mm -hmm. um but this is also because we um we decided to not only um produce uh, channel specific but also country specific so we do mm -hmm. not have like one about you account for instagram mm -hmm. we have about you croatia about you uh, slovenia about mm -hmm. you um Spain, for example, mm -hmm. the, the the latest uh, market that we launched, and so uh, we we try to have native speakers in in our team that are able to do the community management in their mm -hmm. native language. That that can do you have are the, the people like for example, if you're in Croatia, do they are they in Croatia or do you have like a local like office or is it all managed from 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 Europe uh, from Hamburg? It's all managed. It's all managed from Hamburg. We we only have a have an office here in Hamburg, and then we have like a smaller office in Berlin. Uh, but mm -hmm. Berlin is is everything like product based, so designers, uh, textile technicians. Mm -hmm. stuff. Okay, okay. And um, yeah. so you so you can think of you would basically have a matrix, and then in every country you have all of the channels. Do you have all of the channels in every country, or for example, would you say, okay, let's start in this country? You know, we start with Instagram, and and then we're gonna roll them out bit by bit, or yep. do you try to you know go all all in right away? So. It, like strategy obviously changed a little bit so when i started we were um live i think in six countries so we said mm -hmm. of course we have a channel in 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 every in every country and um now we are live in i think 23 countries so mm -hmm. um you and and there were new channels coming um mm -hmm. so you can you can imagine that it is like a vast uh mm -hmm. amount of 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 channels you have mm -hmm. yeah so when we are launching in new countries right now we are we are really thinking okay can this be in our international channel because we we all already merged some channels like the smaller countries mm -hmm. um can this live in our international channel or is this market so important to us that we will create a new channel for example on mm -hmm. youtube we only have like one channel mm -hmm for for all the markets but on, on is it Instagram, then all in english or is it you know or with subtitles or um that that depends if it's like an organic content piece or just an ad so the organic content pieces they are mostly in german or english because like it's a, a so to say german account uh, mm -hmm. or a german channel and of course we do like then country specific advertisement for mm -hmm. uh for youtube which is then in the native language but with mm -hmm. which is only rolled out as an ad 
or then maybe like one of the campaign um, assets, the, the the hero film, so to say, that's then mm -hmm. in the in the in the local language. Okay, and for example, you you um, um, it's it's uh, it's Pride Month, mm -hmm. and um, you ran this campaign, uh, Pride is Progress. Um, mm -hmm. Does this then is this like locally crafted then for each and every market differently, or is it like a one global campaign? Across all the all the channels, this is, for example, the the, the Pride campaign was a was a global uh, was a global campaign. Mm -hmm. um, but there are other campaigns which will only be shown in in, in certain countries, um, mm -hmm. and and others that are that are global. Okay. Um, so for your new role, you you told me before we started uh, uh, the recording here. You said you're also going to explore like new formats and new platforms. You said um, you know you might you know explore Twitch or you know whatever whatever else is out there. What what is um, what do you see on the horizon for for marketing managers to look out for in the in the next couple of years? So um, I mean, you said you just started your job two two weeks ago. So um, you might need some more time to, to really dive into it. But what is your personal opinion on that? Yeah. So what, what, what we are looking at, you, you just mentioned Twitch. So we yeah. just like see a huge demand in, in streaming in mm -hmm. any, any type. Like mm -hmm. we see TikTok is pushing their live feature. Um, Twitch obviously is like growing crazy when you look at the numbers, like during the pandemic, like how many hours uh, were watched there. It's, it's crazy. And what we see in uh, Asia, for example, is like a big trend towards live shopping. Mm -hmm. And this is like really, really interesting for us. And also, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you, if you heard about like Network. It's uh, mm -hmm. founded by the, by the founders of, of, yeah. of Complex Magazine. Mm -hmm. And, and they, they are also tapping in, in, into live streaming, uh, live shopping. Mm -hmm. um, in Germany, there was an uh, app launched Ritzy. recently it's called Ritzy. yeah uh, it's actually i know the i went to the school with the to school with the founder oh okay uh, cool is, uh, like it, this is like it's like super simple but yeah. I, i i feel like this is something that is that is that is really coming up in the in the next couple of months or years mm -hmm. um and we are also re really really into it and, and and want to try it out mm -hmm. um so basically so i think that is the qvc live shopping experience brought to your mobile phone There's actually something something on our whiteboard. How can we not make it QVC looking? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, obviously you want it to be like new and, and you know and cool and bold and everything. But what do, what do you think will be like the main um, the make or breaks in these in these products? You know what what uh, what do consumers want? What do your customers want when they use when they're using such a product? Um, I think it's. Um, always that you have um, an opinion leader like everywhere like mm -hmm. influencers in there that you that you really trust and that you that you really feel like they are approachable you can relate to them and not the as you said the qvc okay and now we have this new blade bracelet mm -hmm. only 25 yeah. are left You can have it for yeah. a discount of 10%. Here, take it. I think it's mm -hmm. it's it, 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 like everything we do, you have to you have to storytell. Mm -hmm. And then it's it's maybe not only like, okay, it's the new t-shirt from um, Hugo Boss, mm -hmm. but then it's someone who is presenting their own collection. 
um, mm-hmm. what, what we also do recently very very frequently that we that we do like personal brands um, exclusive mm-hmm. assortment it's called um, so I, I something I like uh, Legere for example yes yeah. example yeah for those mm-hmm. who, who don't know Legere it's the it's the fashion brand of, of, of Lena Gerke one of the uh, most famous um, models personalities talents yeah. here here in Germany yeah so she's the, I think she's it's, the, it's the first the winner of the of Germany's next top model right if I remember correctly, the first yes, one. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 true. So I, I, I think then you, it really depends on, on storytelling. For mm-hmm. example, on the, on the, on the complex um, network thing, mm-hmm. I, 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 I watched the stream, I think two days ago, uh, where, they, where they sold like vintage uh, diplomats uh, shirts mm-hmm. and they, they actually FaceTimed the diplomats in there and, and had a chat with them. So I yeah, think it's, really cool. it's, it's more of like you, 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 can, you can use also the features that, that for example, Twitch has. You have a, a live stream where you can chat with, the, with your audience and you can interact. I think there are, there are lots of twists and tweaks, but I, mm-hmm. I don't have the master plan yet. Okay. I mean, I, looking at complex, I think is, a, is, is, is probably not a bad idea. You know, uh, they're always, lean, you know, on the, on the very forefront of like pop culture happening, all that, all that stuff. I also think actually a very cool brand uh, in this regard is Chinatown Market. Um, uh, they're also doing really, really cool stuff recently um, around, you know, live experiences and online live shopping. Um, talking about brands, what what are your your favorite brands on on the on the web, or what are, what are, what are your, the brands you really like? Of course, only our personal brands. Uh, for example, Legea. No, just kidding. Um, no, I, I I'm I'm uh, to be honest, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a too much of a um, of a of a fashionista. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, uh, always, always looking at, at 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 what are the big brands are doing, and also looking at what what media brands are doing. What you said, mm-hmm. for example, Complex. Um, then um, what Heist Nobiety is doing. I, I mm-hmm. think they are always always doing doing great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, there's a, a, a more or less new. Um, retailer uh, Goat. I don't know if you know about them. They are they are selling new and secondhand. You can you can click on a product, for example, and then you can decide: Do I want to buy it secondhand or do I want to buy it new? Mm-hmm. I think this is super interesting model as well. Mm-hmm. Um, um, aren't you um, aren't you making a big step towards like secondhand and uh, people call it pre loved fashion? I mean, there's a, <laughs> yeah. I can see there's like big. Uh, uh, um, big trends in, in every, uh, um, yeah, I would say like every shopping cart size. I mean, you can go to in Germany, for example, Kleiderkreisel is like, you can get something for five bucks and there's things like yesterday Domami or, or Rebel where it's 10, 10K plus. How, how, what, what yeah. is, what yeah, is yeah, the... Yeah, definitely. So what we did, we launched a, a new category uh, mm-hmm. on, our, on our shop, that, which is called Second Love. And um, actually, we are Europe's biggest secondhand fashion retailer mm-hmm. at the moment. Uh, we have uh, 350,000 um, secondhand pieces available on mm-hmm. our um, on our shop. And what we did, we onboarded uh, a lot of secondhand retailers actually, mm-hmm. uh, because we are we are not only selling our own stock. We are a platform with about you, so we onboarded a lot of uh, retailers on on our platform. And now mm-hmm. you can you can shop from um, 
5-Euro-Tie-Dye-Vintage-T-Shirt-To-Vintage-Channel-Bags um, mm -hmm. From, from from different sources, mm -hmm. um, so we see definitely like a um, yeah a, a huge potential in there. Not like revenue wise potential, mm -hmm. but I, I think we especially as a fashion uh, company we have some responsibility to do something against like the fast fashion uh, pollution. Mm -hmm. So um, We know we are part of the problem, but we also want to be part of the solution. Mm. So this is like um, the first step into into the direction mm. that we we are evolving more to a circular economy. Um, mm. We are also um, founding Rebirth Studios at the moment, uh, which is also um, our own brand of ours, where we work together with, for example, Levi's um, and upcycling uh, not sold, unsold pieces of theirs and create something new out of it. Mm -hmm. So um, we, we really try to, to find ways to work with product that is already there and does not have to be um, created for, for sale. So um, is this then the stuff that gets shipped back because people, for example, order two types of pieces or is it just like things that are in stock, never get bought? Um, and they yeah. probably had to get a designer and they do some cool stuff with it and then you... Okay. Yeah. So it's uh, it's uh, most of it is overstock or mm -hmm. uh, so so stuff that didn't get sold mm -hmm. uh, that didn't get sold. Didn't sold. Get sold. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's overstock. That's um, stuff that's never never got sold. And um, but also like in production, there are for example fuck ups happening. Like when there is like uh, I don't know a washing that is not turning out the mm -hmm. way it should be, mm -hmm. but the stuff is produced. And it's not going to be uh, in stores, so that are the the sources that we are we are taking a okay. product from that. And if you um, coming back to those um, to the the secondhand retailers you've onboarded, is there like a do you have like a quality check team or so, or is it more or less um, just an API where they can you know attach their products and it, it, it's their own shop on your platform? How does that work? Yeah, of of course, not everyone can just like uh, yeah. use the API and and onboard their 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 stock. That's um, that's that's not the way we do it. We of course we have like selected um, partners and um, <clears throat> they do the quality checking actually, mm -hmm. but um, like within our. Um, vision of how how quality should be should be mm. checked and these are also like big partners it's not that we have like 30,000 partners and everyone is having like 10 pieces in stock mm -hmm. we have like a handful of partners which were already like big in the in the um second hand um game Business. and uh, yeah I, i think we can we can rely rely on them um that the quality that is, they're is high there doing their job well yeah of course Do you want fast access to the best creatives for your campaigns? Find the perfect talent from a curated community of professionals and industry newcomers at Cherry Deck. The process is simple. Create an account, submit a brief, wait for applications, and get a shortlist of the best talent. Explore more at cherrydeck.com.
you guys turn out as a as a as a pretty bold company yeah um you're making um bold decisions you're making bold claims is it uh is it necessary today to be bold as a brand um i mean or is it just because your customers are probably also in a specific in a segment where you would say um you know progressiveness is appreciated so how how much of this being bold is uh intentional you know or intrinsic uh or and how much of it is strategy uh for your customers um so of course it always depends like in 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 which niche you are working right like mm -hmm. if you if you uh advertising for a hospital you cannot be as bold as a yeah. as a fashion retailer which has like a, sure. a young audience um but i think like everything that we do is uh or like everything that we communicate is is what we are standing for what what we believe in what we mm -hmm. are really what comes from 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 inside of the about you dna mm -hmm. we would never do a claim Uh, which we think, okay, this will catch the attention. This will be like a, a build headline only mm -hmm. because we do it. Everything that we communicate uh, communicate is what we believe in. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, I mean, obviously, our name about you is uh, is is telling you that 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 we care about like the individual mm -hmm. and and every claim, every slogan, every campaign tries to focus on that, like about you. In individually um mm -hmm. you are good the way you are you can create the space you need around you you can proud of you can be proud of who you are so of course um there are we, you talked about the pride campaign for example mm -hmm. of course when we roll out the pride campaign in um czechia For mm -hmm. example, the echo is another than the one that uh, mm -hmm. we receive in germany mm -hmm. but since we believe in, in, in what we, what we uh, tell the people, we are completely okay with uh, the feedback that we are getting and we are prepared to mm -hmm. um, yeah, react to that. Mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you handle such feedback if it's, I would say, uh, you know, less welcoming, yeah, to, to put mm -hmm. it softly? Um, how, do, how do you work? Do you, is, it, is it, I mean, If, if you say you you probably expect it in specific countries or specific areas or specific messages, you would expect say like okay if we're going to roll this out here, you know we feedback's going to be this and here it's going to be this. So do you like precast a plan for for responses or do you just you know go with the flow? Can you can you maybe explain a little bit? No, we we definitely we definitely have. Um... Yeah, we are prepared for every campaign that we are putting out there. Um, but I also have an example for you where we weren't. But mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, yeah. if you if you put out something, we we are always trying to sit together with like um, people from different teams, which is mm -hmm. very important as well, and um, prepare like um, feedback that could be coming. So we create a Q and A for every possible question, negative comment uh, that, that might come in. Like most of them, they never come in, but we, mm -hmm. we are then prepared to answer everything that, that could come in. Mm. And for example, like when we talk about pride, it's, it's super easy for us if, if, if someone is like um, against 
like LGBTQ plus rights uh, mm -hmm. in, in, in some countries and uh, is writing sexist or discriminating comments because it's in our DNA that we believe everyone should be the way they are. Mm -hmm. And and we can we can just tell people that we believe in that, so it's their mm -hmm. argument is invalid because we mm -hmm. believe in that. Mm -hmm. So that's like something like that is relatively easy for us to mm -hmm. to uh, to answer. Mm -hmm. Well, what's the what's the example we where we when you were not prepared? Yeah, um, so we put out a um, a a movement video with mm -hmm. um, a group of of dancers. Um, um, we worked with them together for our About You Fashion Week in January. Mm -hmm. And they approached us. They wanted to shoot a video for a uh, already existing song, which was uh, number one of the charts at the moment. And it mm -hmm. was uh, Madonna by Bowser and Apache. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the, the dancing crew, they were um, 30 uh, women from... from All over Europe, some mm -hmm. some from from the UK, some German, some some Spanish, um, and um, yeah, they they came together and and said, okay, like this uh, this song could be like an anthem for um, yeah, everyone can be Madonna, um, this this idol, this icon, mm -hmm. and we said, okay, nice, let's let's do it. Like a lot of people from the from the ballroom scene, so a lot of queer mm -hmm. people. Uh, in there, so we said, okay, yeah, let's do it. We, we, we. What, what do you need from us? So we took over the production, we put it out, and to be honest, we completely fucked up the framing. We were like, okay, together with Bowser and Apache, we did like this blah 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 campaign, and um, what what none of us had in mind is that Bowser and Apache, of course, have sexist uh, lyrics, lyrics. Yeah. even in the song. And like everyone involved in this project was like so, uh, how do you say, like so overwhelmed by the energy of these dancers and mm. by by the production that we said, oh man, this is so amazing. We can empower. We can do this and we can do that. And then of course the backlash was, how can you can you use possibly, this song? How can you possibly work together with these artists? And the people were completely right. Like not no one of us saw yeah, sometimes this. Sometimes you don't. You just don't see it coming. You know, like sometimes I, I, I question myself, like, how can they put out this and that advertisement? And I'm like, okay, now I can understand. Like yeah, you're, yeah. you're, you're blinded by, by what you're doing. You're, yeah. you're stuck in, in, in what you're doing there. And, um, of course, like there's, uh, there was, um, people telling us that we are, we are woke washing us. <clears throat> so, mm -hmm. um, we are, we are using like a, a, a topic which, which is very popular at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and, But we used like wrong wrong artists for that, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, we weren't prepared for that. Woke washing and, um, is what it's called. Yes, yes, Woke yeah. Washing. So yeah, but I I, I think um, we we learned through this as well. We we had to apologize to everyone, mm -hmm. and uh, we really mean it because it was like we should have picked like female artists when we talk mm -hmm. about female empowering, uh, female empowerment. We should mm -hmm. pick female artists and uplift them mm. um and yeah i think for the next campaign we we know better mm. but it's it's um, it might be uh, every once in a while you know that these these things are you know uh, um making a framework works better processes better um you know the the next time as you said uh, it's gonna gonna make 
or you're not going to make these mis mistakes. And I think it's great um, that you also talk about it so openly and that you just admit say like, hey, okay, the you know we were just overwhelmed by the energy and and the idea just you know flew past us uh, in, in in some way. Um, <clears throat> another area of the web, I think, where sometimes things go wrong uh, is the area of influencer marketing uh, I would like to talk about, um, not because of something specific now, but uh, was, was the bridge um, about you uh, and influencer marketing really go hand in hand. Yeah. So um, maybe could you explain your influencer marketing strategy real quickly? Uh, in a in a yeah in a in a in a, sh in a short wrap up um, and uh, tell the audience what is so different about the way you guys are doing it. Um, okay, I, I, I try to uh, do it do it short, but uh, can't promise. Um, no, you can do so it long. I mean, we have time. What? Um, <laughs> okay. Um, so first of all, you you have to understand that there are. Um, yeah, different pillars of, of influencer marketing in our company. Mm -hmm. And the biggest one are the halls, I would say. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if you know where the hall is, like comes from uh, taking the loot from somewhere mm -hmm. and showing it to people. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, this is like in mostly Instagram stories where people show what they bought on About You and then they have like a voucher, 11% uh, discount and uh, their followers can, can buy whatever they want on the on the web shop uh, with F, uh, with 11% discount. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is what we started, I think, probably four years ago. Mm -hmm. And this was like such a success also revenue wise for us that the team grew so, so crazy. It started in the in the content uh, team in the in the influencer marketing team. Um, but now it's it's already in the performance team. So we say mm -hmm. the influencer marketing is a performance uh, marketing channel for us mm -hmm. in, in this in this whole area. We do it like in, in, in most of our countries. So the team is huge. I don't know. Like I, I think we do over 1000 halls a month at the moment. Mm -hmm. So this is like a, a super big marketing tool. Um, what else do we do um, when, when it comes to stuff like um, the second-hand launch, for example, or um, our festival, the About You Pangea festival, um, we always orchestrate like our, our influencer orchestra. So mm -hmm. everything that we communicate is always like supported by, by influencers because mm -hmm. they have their communities. So, so, so why not let them just like tell our message, um, even though it's not only, only sales-wise? Mm -hmm. Um, just a short question. Are yeah. they, so how does it work on a contractual basis? Do you have like a, do you pay them like an annual fee and say like, okay, you know, this is what you, this is what you get. And then whenever we ping you, you, have, you, you, you're supposed to, you know, to, to talk depends. or depends. Or, no, okay. No, usually you get, you get, you get paid per, uh, collaboration. Mm -hmm. Of course, like with the with the talent that we have, like a close relationship, we do like long term contracts um, where we say, okay, this year we want I don't know maybe ten, maybe twenty, maybe thirty um, content pieces. So this is what you get for that, and then 
whenever we we ping you, you 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 do it. But of course, it's it's related to the amount of of, of content pieces they are they are doing mm -hmm. for us. Okay. All right. Yeah. Also, like in the in the contrast in the contrast to to the halls, which were which are now also very data driven. Mm -hmm. uh, we have built our own tool to um, see the the traffic, the revenue, the the um, the engagement of the influencers. Um, we also have like the the cool kits, um, so to say, which we really chose, uh, which we really choose for branding uh, reasons. That we mm -hmm. say, okay, they do like such amazing content. They are. Uh, they are sharing like the values that we do and they just have like a nice aesthetic um, there. We don't care about the, the revenue they are doing. That's really just like image, the brand. image driven. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and, and, and they also probably don't promote specific brands on about you. They just promote the about you brand, right? Yes, they so 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 they for example can um, choose from from our whole assortment where the hall uh, people for example they have like a limited assortment of products that we want to promote at the uh, at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. But the cool kids they can choose whatever they want, and and they are then also part of campaigns. For example, when mm -hmm. when we shoot uh, the the Nike campaign together mm -hmm. with you guys, we had Maren in there, and um, she also does uh, influencer corporations with us, but also is then as a as a cool kid, so to say, um, in the campaign. Okay. And this so and this is basically the the, the triangulation. Uh, of the influencer marketing and uh, i mean there's there's um there's a couple of apps down there where users basically can also become influencers um i know there's like this uh one kid from hamburg i forgot his name i, th I think his name is view so not sure anymore he has this app where where you as a user you can you know you buy a product you do a story with a with a specific hashtag or a code code gets automatically applied to your account And you become a small influencer for your friends, you know, no matter if you have like 50 or 500 or 5,000 followers. Are you using tools like that or are you working with together with apps like that? No, we do we do everything, everything in-house. Mm -hmm. I think um, the amount of corporations that we are we are doing and uh, you, you can also see like the increase in, in reach that we are doing. For example, when we do new campaigns now we always try to have also an international approach mm -hmm. so um the influencers are also getting getting bigger so mm -hmm. i i think that wouldn't fit in our in our strategy now to have like this kind of user generated content i think mm -hmm. it, there are there are brands which which can really profit out of that um but i think for about you at the moment uh, it's it's not so mm -hmm. so interesting mm -hmm. And do do the brands come in and, and say like, hey, I don't know, take the example Levi's, you know, do they come to like, hey, we're working with these two influencers a lot. We'd like to also put them on the About You platform so we can mix the audiences together. D does this happen a lot or? Um, I, I think depends. It, it's it's always then, for example, um, when we shoot a, 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 a co-producted comp. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, it always depends. For mm -hmm. example, when when you do like a co-production for a campaign, then of course they throw in some some influencers and say, okay, why don't we work with them? Mm -hmm. um, uh, here we have like uh, achieved good results with 
influence XYZ. Um, of course, then we are always like in an open exchange, but that we that we share like lists of influences and stuff that is I, I don't think that that common. Okay. So you recently IPO'd the company, put, took it uh, public to a uh, to stock market, uh, which was um, quite successful uh, for us uh, in Hamburg as a city. Extremely cool thing to happen. Uh, also because everybody, I think, in our age, uh, was following the about you story since basically the beginning. Um, how do you think this this will change? the your you know the company culture and how how will being a public company shape the way you guys are going to work hmm. because uh very just, very good just, question just just uh, um to add to this question because you're a you're an entrepreneurial driven comp company i mean you're i mean you're a you're a spin-off of a big company uh, otto and uh, you also um Uh, ha have a, a huge uh, investor uh, in there um, uh, from, from Denmark, um, but you know Sebastian and Tarek and you know all the the founding uh, guys. Um, they're like you know entrepreneurs by heart. How how does this impact um, yeah the culture? Um, I'm I'm not too sure actually um, because like of course um, regulation wise it's 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 changing a lot but i don't think that we for example in content production are um too affected by that mm -hmm. um if you if you if you if you look on the on the situation of from an entrepreneurial situation it, it's only new money right mm -hmm. like you can you can do you can do um bigger projects we i think we will focus on the internationalization of of mm -hmm. the company um, when you when you see like how fast we rolled out in the last couple of years, you can you can imagine what is on what is what is next. Mm -hmm. So I think the money goes into the internationalization, which is also cool for us because that means like new talent, uh, new creators that we want to work with. I mean, you guys are also uh, everywhere, so so maybe we find our new uh, partners in in all the new markets that we are we are launching. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't think actually for the creative side too much is, is is changing actually okay yeah i was thinking about like maybe compliance you know when you get an influencer you have to get three offers before you choose someone you know sometimes it's it's all over yeah maybe maybe my travel expenses are checked uh are yeah. double checked now yeah, yeah maybe. no i don't i don't think so okay looking again at your personal future um as as uh, as the team lead of, of content development um, you as a leader, yeah, as a team leader, what type of methods do you apply to your team um, for them to become successful? What is your, what is your, how do you manage your team? So what we always try to do, for example, we have like now we um, hired a 19-year-old channel lead TikTok. Mm -hmm. um, that means you have someone who is like very, very experienced in the content for example or they know the platform they're expert on the platform for example mm -hmm. but they probably never have worked in a in a big corporation so mm -hmm. i what i i try to do is to have like experts 
and uh, help them to grow like in a in a in a process uh, mm -hmm. process way or like to yeah. understand how to use their use their talent. Um, and uh, right now for for our new team we we have some open vacancies uh, mm -hmm. as well and uh, we don't know actually like what kind of profiles we are we are looking for because we are so new and we don't mm -hmm. know how we how we will work in the in the company so um but i i think there it will be the same we we are looking always for for talent that is like really into the um to the topic that they are um evolving around and then mm -hmm. help them with structure help them to uh, evolve their their talent even more okay so basically helping them professionalize on a uh, you know having relationships with coworkers with clients how to how to you know communication wise emails, uh, excel powerpoint no um okay cool <laughs> um i think it's a, a super interesting approach um uh Actually, uh, I think it's something that also uh, another company um, from Hamburg does, which is uh, OMR, big uh, yeah, now now kind of I would say publishing house uh, as well. Um, yeah, and uh, for them it's also going quite successful. Uh, so very very interesting. Any last words or any last things you would like to mention or maybe discuss something upcoming? You know, you would like to talk about. Um, I think like oh, some some uh, closing words maybe that um, I, I just mentioned we are we are always looking for for a new talent so um, if you if you want to work like in in a, in a creative environment but or, or also uh, uh, in other departments of, of uh, about you you can you can of course check out our, our corporate website there are so many open vacancies um, so um, if you're interesting just interested uh, just check it out and um, yeah maybe there's there's a, there's a job for you. Yeah, I can can highly recommend. Obviously, in Hamburg, you always know a couple of people working at about you, and uh, seems like a, a fun place to to hang out. Thank you very much for your time, Marius. Um, I appreciate it, and for everyone else, thank you for listening. Uh, we're gonna have some show notes um, uh, ready for you, maybe with the with the job vacancies. You can check them out. Um, also, uh, some of the spots we've mentioned in um, in the show. Um, that's it for today. Everyone, thank you and bye-bye.